Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. I've been discussing book marketing with Rachel Thompson the last two episodes. This time around, I really want some pointers on keeping my focus while writing a book. I know I've struggled with it, and I want to know her secret formula is staying focused. Another thing I want to touch on too, because you know I've been talking about putting out a book, I think since I was like two years old or something, not really. I feel like it's been that long because I just haven't done it. Like, so yeah. you've got, so you're a mother, well, you have two cats, right? Two cats, you've got like 19 businesses, not really, you have like three businesses, but it feels like it, right? So, I mean, how do you, and I know a lot of your business is writing, right? So, but how do you find that time to, to do the writing? I mean, I know naturally it comes to you because you've been doing it for so long, but like, mm-hmm. how do you allocate that? Because that's the hardest thing for me because I like pretty much have ADHD and have like 500 screens and 10,000 tabs in each thing. And I'm like, Hey Shane, why don't you this weekend just spend a half an hour and work on your book? And I'm like, yeah, sounds good. And I sit down, I'm like, I got to cut my toenails. I got to go mow the lawn. I've got this. I'm like, Oh, we got the new craft beer that just came out. I'm like, I'd rather hang out with my wife and go to a pub and my dogs need to be walked. And like my son wants to hang out and play baseball. Like, so here I am like, I'm, you know, and then I'm like, there's everything else other than like me sitting down and trying to focus, which the keyword is probably focus. Like, you know, it's like, how do you do that? Like, what is your, do you have like a a system that you do? Do you like close the blinds, close the shades, turn all your electronics off? Mm -hmm. You, you know, sleep, go into the bed and you start writing. So nobody can find you. The cats can't find you. Like what's your routine? Well, um, it's challenging. There's absolutely no doubt. And what I try to do for myself is I journal. Mm. I physically write in a journal. If I can't do it every day, then I do it like every other day. And it can just be scribbles, like what I'm feeling that day or a word that I want to write about or a phrase that's sort of stuck in my head. And I'll give you an example in just a second. But I'm maintaining two blogs, my Rachel in the OC dot com blog, which is more about life, real life, surviving sexual abuse kind of thing. And then also badredheadmedia.com, which is my business. So it's writing about author marketing, branding, that kind of stuff. So I have those two sides of my brain that are working there. But I'm also finishing up edits on Broken People, which is my third broken book, the third and final one. And then I'm writing the Bad Redhead Media Twitter 30 day Twitter challenge, which is the second of those two books. So that's on my writing schedule. Meanwhile, I have full docket of clients who come first, right? Then I have two kids, uh, my guy and my cats. And so, you know, the home stuff. So it a lot plus all the other projects. So what I do is on Saturdays, that's my day to not be at the computer for work. So I set aside an hour to my writing projects, whether that's one of my two books that has something has to get done on the two books. It's not for blogging. It's not for writing anything else. It absolutely has to be for my two books. And you just set aside that time. Just do it. Just get it done. Uh, I mean, I think that makes sense. It's, you know, it's funny. I was going to ask you because you once again, you're, I'm going to say a little crazy. And I mean that in the nicest way possible, like me in regards, there's more and more projects and more and more of this. Like I, I, I talk to people and, and I'm like, Oh, they're like, what are you doing? So I'm kind of telling them things. And, and even my, even my friends don't really know what I do. Like, they're like, Hey, what does Shane do? Like he does a lot, but I, I would like, I would actually love to challenge somebody to challenge one of my friends and be like, I'll give you a thousand dollars. If you can tell me what Shane does it, it's, takes up 80% of his time and everybody will go. I know that I see him internationally speaking sometimes. I know that he writes on his blog. I think he has a blog. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. I know that he does I real know. estate, but I don't know how much real estate he does or if he does that full time. Like even yeah. my wife is like, she'll say, what did she say? There was something the other day that she said that I was like, like 
you don't follow anything I do really. She goes, not really. I, I mean, I know what you're doing and kind of for the most part, because she said something that like I hadn't done in a little while. And I was like, no, baby, I haven't. I was like three weeks ago, for God's sakes. Like, how do you not know what I'm doing every minute of my life? I know. Jesus. Like, are you not on Twitter? Like I just updated the whole world and you, how do you not know? You know, she's like, yeah. no, no, I don't follow you on Twitter. Why would I follow you on Twitter? I see you in real life. Like last thing I need is more exposure to you. Right. I mean, this is <laughs> for God's sakes. Like, give me a break. Give me a break. But so I, I was with all this being said, like what other future projects? And I, know that, I don't even know if we need to talk about future stuff, but like what other future things do you want to work on? I mean, I know you've got a lot, you got the people, Broken People. Broken People is the yeah. third and last book. Yeah. The third. And when is that coming out? When, when are we looking at with that one? I'm hoping that it's going to be out by uh, summer. So we're looking at June because I really just have the final edits to do and then it'll go through proofreading and copy editing and all that stuff. So. So with this and anybody that hears this, this is the recording happened obviously a little earlier, but we're, we're, we're almost fully quarantined. I mean, we're here in California and this is, you know, with the coronavirus where anybody over 65 can't come out, shouldn't come out, will not be able to come out. And now we're kind of in a, like they wrote closed down restaurants and bars and all that fun stuff. Do you think this is a good time? I mean, are you going to be able to get more work done or is it going to be a situation where the kids are going to be home and the, the cats are going to be not really losing their minds because they're already having treats and catnip and all the other fun yeah. stuff that they have. Like what? For the cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what, I mean, is this going to be a good time for you to be able to knock out some projects or what do you, what are you seeing in the future? Well, you know, I actually just emailed all of my clients and said, basically everything I do for them is a hundred percent online anyway. So yeah. it's business as usual for me, for them. And if they had concerns to email me back and let me know if there's something we need to work on or change for them. The only thing that's changing is their events are canceled. Yeah. So, you know, what do we need to do to make up for those face-to-face -face interactions? And so, um, cause I do have a number of clients who are traditionally published mm. and they're working with their publishers to create some kind of giveaways or things like that. So in that regard, my business thankfully so far is not affected because that's basically what I've been doing for them all along. Yeah. So that's not going to change. No. With regard to my writing, I may be able to get a little bit more writing time in. I do have two new clients coming on. So that's good business-wise. Yeah. I think that more people are going to be spending their time online. They already are. What I'm actually writing for a friend of mine is how can writers focus right now? on getting their writing and marketing done instead of scrolling through 25,000 coronavirus updates. Yeah. Because a lot of people, especially people with mental health issues, which is a lot of my audience who are survivors, mm -hmm. are having a very hard time with anxiety. And so if we can focus on other activities that help calm us right now, that can be very effective. And writing is a really great way to shut off all the noise and focus. And that actually helps calm you down. So those are the, some of the things that I'm recommending that I'm doing myself. Focusing on client work is a great way to focus and not be caught up in, you know, who's right, who's wrong. It's this issue, it's that issue, all that. It's easy to get sucked in for sure. I mean, there's just so much information and it's like, especially because now you have kind of a, an isolated time where you're inside the house. You're like, oh, let me be online a little bit more. Let me look up these crazy websites. Let me click on this link bait and see what they're saying. Oh, that sounds great. 
crazy because it is, and it's probably not true, but you got to be careful of that. So let's jump in at the end of this podcast here. And this has been nothing but an awesome session. Once again, what would be like the best piece of advice that you can give somebody? Like, let's just say it's life. Like what was it? There's anything that somebody said to you a long time ago, whether it helped you with what you dealt with in your past or current situations or how to write a book or to do this. Like you have any good piece of information that you like, my uncle told me when I was eight years old, this, and it's always been my mantra or something like that. Do you have anything that's like that? that I would say there's two. One is my dad always said, especially when I was starting out, my very first job was working as a cashier at Long's mm-hmm. Drugs. You know, yeah, I do. Absolutely. Now it's like CVS. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was a manager for them for many, many, many years. And he always said, kill them with kindness. Mm-hmm. They'll never know what hit them. So that can be very difficult to do, especially on social media when people are trashing you or victim blaming you, or you may not have to deal with that, but that comes up a lot on the OC. And I try to just be really democratic with people, very diplomatic, very nice. Sometimes the snark comes out. (laughs) Um, And the other thing is, especially for writers, is just get out of your own way. Mm. A lot of times, this was very helpful to me. A mentor said to me, I was getting overwhelmed with my business, with my writing. It was just too much. And she said, you need to hire an assistant because you need help with all your various projects. And writers were thinking, well, I haven't made any money yet. So how can I pay somebody? And I ended up hiring somebody for like $100 a month. And now I obviously pay more. And I have two assistants because I'm doing well enough, thankfully, knock on wood. But a lot of times authors won't spend any money on themselves because they feel like they're not worth it or the investment is Mm. way too much. And that was the best advice she ever gave me because it was just, you know, yeah. Well, most, most people are their, their own, their, the road bump is usually themselves. Right. So that's, and I realized it in my business a while years ago of like everything kept coming back to me for approval and this, that, and the other. And all of a sudden I'm the person that's stopping everything, which is like a nightmare. Right. So I think having an assistant or investing in yourself, like you said, Hey, you start off at a hundred bucks a month, just for somebody to take on a few hours a week type tasks to take on stuff that, that, you know, cause you, the problem is our mind only has so much Ram and there's 500 things you need to get done. If you can take off 10 or 15, 20, 30, hundred of those things, things, have somebody else doing it, then it keeps the machine going, right? You don't want to be, you can be your own worst enemy sometimes. So I think everybody gets to that point once you get to enough business or once again, invest in yourself, spend that money. Like it's that you really shouldn't because you could be saving money. But at the end of the day, if you're driving yourself crazy or you're not launching, that's a huge issue, right? You're not gonna make any money if you don't launch. So what do you need to do to make it so that bottleneck isn't happening? Yep. My last question for you, actually, I've got two, one, one question that I want to ask and we'll ask the last question as well. So if there was, and this is going to be interesting with you, I'm, I'm excited to hear your answers. So if you were going to have dinner with three people dead or alive, who would it be and why? I knew you were going to ask this question. Yeah. Okay. So one is I was always a fan of her work and then she became my client and which was just weird serendipity. And she's still my client, Barbara Delinsky. She's had 22 New York Times bestselling books. Jeez. And now we talk maybe once a week. She lives in Boston. I'm in California. I've never met her in real life. But we FaceTime. She's the loveliest, sweetest, a most amazing woman. She writes women's fiction. She's a psychologist. She travels the world. She's just the sweetest, nicest funniest lady. And mm. I would love to have dinner with her. I'm going to have dinner. You with will. Her. I mean, I'm, I'm like, you're already there. Like this is, I think she's already pretty much at your table. 
oh, she calls me darling and sweetheart. And we text each other with little funny memes. I mean, we've become very good friends. Yeah. And she's with St. Martin's Press, which is a division of Macmillan. I mean, she is big time. Huge, yeah. But you would never know it. She's just, she's like my older sister or something. Nice, nice. I would love to meet Malala and have some interactions with her. Her dad follows me on my Rachel and the OC account. Oh, nice. We've interacted a few times. He's just an amazing man, but she's just so inspiring. I would absolutely love to sit down with her and pick her brain. And you've got one more seat here. It's a, it's going to be a good dinner party. I can tell. Oh my goodness. You know, um, she's so inspiring to me. Uh, Rosanna Arquette. Mm. I've always been a fan. And then to find out that she was one of Harvey Weinstein's victims. Yeah. Yeah. She, she and I DM each other occasionally. She's read my books and that's not why I want, I want to meet her. I just, she's so creatively inspiring and brave and so vocal for all the women who are affected by him. For sure. She's awesome. She's definitely being on the forefront of, of making sure that there's the, no longer a silent voice. So that's awesome. Yeah. Rachel Thompson, this was awesome. I knew it was going to be a good interview. I'm excited. I didn't even know you were in my hometown. That's that's super awesome. I'll probably see you everywhere now. Like before we probably yeah. went past each other like 10 times and didn't know. But yeah. if anybody needs to get in contact with you, how can they do that? Like go ahead and give us a little, little spiel on what you got going on. Sure. Well, the easiest way is probably Twitter. So Bad Redhead Media, just spelled like bad, then redhead, then media, or Rachel in the OC, R-A-C-H-E-L in the OC. Those are my two accounts on Twitter. Same on Facebook. I have pages, an author page and a a business page. Um, Or my websites are the same, rachelintheoc.com, badredheadmedia.com. I'm totally open. Uh, You can email me or contact me on those as well. And where can they find your books? On Amazon. In fact, they're all free right now. My 30-day book marketing challenge. And I have a small little mini book, just kind of a starter book to help people understand how to SEO their blog posts. Those are free and broken pieces and broken places are free as well. I'm sure you learned a thing or two about tuning out distractions around you while writing. To those listening out there, I promise to invite other amazing marketers to the show next week. Stay tuned to Shane Barker's Marketing Growth Podcast. Before we draw the curtains, I also wanted to let you know you can reach out to me and my team for any assistance regarding SEO, CRO, influencer marketing, PR, and social media marketing. You can contact me via my website, shanebarker.com. That's S-H-A-N-E-B-A-R-K-E-R.com. 